Shalom, and I hope all is well. My name is Yitzchak Schiffman. Thanks for tuning into this podcast, and I hope you enjoy the Torah classes in it. Now, on to the episode. Today's Amun Maseches Brochas is Mem Zayin Amud Beis, 47b. As is Hashem, we're starting the second line of Mem Zayin Amud Beis. We're going to have four sections in today's learning. First section the Gemara deals with is really a finale of yesterday, where we were talking about the five chidushim in the Mishnah that you could make a zimun in creative scenarios. So we listed two of them. We're going to continue now with the first section of the day with the last three. Gemara begins today and tells us, beginning at the top of Memzayim Mabez, regarding Maishashani and Hektish that were not redeemed. We said you can make a zimun. So what's the scenario? The case is, where it was redeemed actually, is where it, you redeemed it, your own Hektish and Maishashani, by giving the Karen the principal value, but not the extra fifth that would be necessary if it was your Maishashani or Hektish. And the Chiddush is that that's considered still redeemed, so the food that you ate is considered mutter food, and you could join for zimun. The next chiddush, the Mishnah, the Mishnah had said, was that attendant, the shamish who eats a kezayis, would be allowed to join for zimun. So we say, chiddush is, even though he's going back and forth, and you might think he's not considered kavu as part of the group, kamash malan, he is able to join if he ate a kezayis. And final chiddush, the fifth one is, that a kusi is allowed to join. And the Gemara says, L'chaira, usually we say an ama aretz is not allowed to join for zimun. So Gemara gives two answers. Either it's because we're talking about a kusi who's a chaver, or two, the ama aretz definition for zimun that would be problematic would be as defined by the Rabbanan, which we'll get to below. There's eight opinions, actually. The Rabbanan is the second opinion. And the Rabbanan hold it's where he's not careful with trumas and maestras. But since kusim are makbed on trumas and maestras, the chiddush of the Mishnah is they could join for zimun. Moving on now to the second section of the day, the, the Gemara now discusses, on that note, eight opinions as to what is the definition of Ama Aretz as discussed throughout Mishnayis and Shas. So the first opinion, the Gemara says, is Reb Meir. He says it's a person who doesn't eat his chulin with tahara. You know, the, the, the very lofty people would even eat their chulin with tahara and Ama Aretz, someone who doesn't. Two is the Rabbanan, which is he's not careful with trumas and maestras, as we just illustrated. Second, Brisa tells us a few more opinions. Rabbi Yezer says it's where he doesn't read Kriyashma in the evening and morning. Rabbi Yeshua is the fourth opinion. He says it's where we do, a person who doesn't wear tefillin. Ben Azai is the fifth opinion. He says the person who does not have tzitzis on his garment. Rabbi Nassim says it's a person who does not have mezuzah on his doorpost. And Rabbi Nassim Bar Yosef, the seventh opinion, says a person who does not raise his kids to study Torah. And Achairim, the last opinion, the eighth opinion, says even if a person learned Chumash and Mishnayis, but he was not Mishamish Talmidei Chachamim, which Rashi learns means to learn the Svaris of the Gemara from the rabbis, that would be considered an Ama Aretz. Rufuna says the Psak is actually like Achairim. And we finish this section with a story where Rami Bar Chama would not include Rabbi Menashe Bar Tachlifa in a Zimun. He thought he wasn't Mishamish Talmidei Chachamim. However, the Gemara tells us that this Rabbi Bar Chama passed away, and the Gemara says... He ended up passing away because there were, he made a mistake. Because either he just didn't understand where Menashe Bar Tachlifa actually was Meshamish Talmidei Chachamim. And therefore, he certainly should have been Ra'oi to be part of a Zimun. Or the Gemara says he had learned from the rabbis the reasons of the Mishnayis. So even though he didn't learn as far as the logic of the Gemara, he was treated like Tzor of Merabon and he should have been fitting to join for a Zimun. And for this reason, Rami Barcham ended up passing away. Okay, third section of the day. The Gemara now goes on to the contrast in the Mishnah. Five chidushim when you cannot join someone for a zimun. 
First one we said is Tevel. So the Gemara explains we're talking about Tevel, which is Drabanan from a flower pot without a hole. So even though it's just Tevel Drabanan, that's considered a prohibited consumption. You can't join for Zimun. The second was we said Maiserishon Shalonitla Trumasa. What is it talking about? It's where the Levi received his Maiserishon after the produce of the owner already had been piled and smoothed out, which is already Chayav in Truma Gedola. So he didn't take off Truma Gedola from it, but we learned earlier that at that point it would require it, and that why that, that's why this would be a prohibited consumption. Third Chiddush that you wouldn't be allowed to make a Zimun is Maiser Sheni, which was redeemed onto silver pieces without a face, which is not a good, good redemption. Or Hektish that was redeemed onto land, also not considered a good redemption. Fourth Chiddush is the Shamish weight less than a Kezayis. So for this, the Gemara does not say there's actually an inherent Chiddush. It's just in contrast to the Reisha, where he could join, where he did eat a Kezayis. The Seifa brought the corollary, which is he didn't eat a Kezayis. And finally, we say a guy can't join for a zim when it refers to a ger who had mila but not tefillah. That's not considered a Jew in halacha. Can't join for a zimun. Okay, now fourth and final section. The, the Gemara now moves on to discuss how there are certain circumstances you can add an irregular person for a zimun or for a minion. The Gemara tells us that a kid who's in a crib cannot join for three to make a zimun, but he can join for a zimun of ten and invoke the name of Hashem. Nine plus an Evit could join for Zimun or other matters of Kedusha. And the Gemara tells Zabraisa and clarifies he freed one of his slaves. Actually, there was two slaves. He freed one and used the other one to join for the minion. The one that he freed was allowed, even though there's an Isser to, an Isser say to free slaves because it was a mitzvah derabim. So this isn't considered a mitzvah baba veira. On this note of a minion, the Gemara tells us the first 10 people who join a minion get rewarded corresponding to the reward of the rest who follow after. Nine plus the Aron can join for a minion. Now, the Gemara, the, the Mepharshim here speak out. Aron actually refers to Hashem. It refers to Echad Roya Ve'ena meaning someone that could see but is not seen. So nine people, it looks like ten people with Hashem, and therefore it's able to be utilized for a minion. There is a machlokas, should they crowd together or separate, meaning what would be more ideal as to looking like a minion. And final point the Gemara says is, two plus Shabbos are allowed to join for a zimun, which the Gemara clarifies, it means two Talmidei Chacham that are mechadet in Zeh Zeh Shnei B'nei Torah, that's Shabbos, the acronym. They're allowed to join for a zimun of Shleisha of three people. We're stopping at the bottom of Memzayin Mubez. We're actually not done with a sugya. We're going to finish another irregular scenario and then give a psak at the top of Memchesim Mudalef. Ezra Hashem, tomorrow we'll pick up with Memchesim Mudalef. In the meantime, everyone have a wonderful day.